0: Heard the word of God, trust the promise, and lived the life. Renegade Atlas, charting God's plan for your life. Welcome back to another episode of Renegade Atlas. I'm Dr. Chad Hawk. Matt Dowd here. And we are going to be continuing our discussion on faith. Now, I have a quote I would like to um, get this started with today. And it goes like this. Heard the word of God, trust the promise, and lived the life. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's a real distillation of what faith is. You heard it. You trusted it, Mm -hmm. that it was true, and then you lived it out. And to me, that's really what it is. That's what faith is. You heard you trusted it. You believed it. And then you just lived your life accordingly. Right. Yeah. That's faith. And when we simple. read. Go ahead.
1: i <laughs> no, just saying easy, simple.
0: Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. We say that. And you know what? We make it much harder than it really is. Mm. Because what we do is we second guess God when we try and figure it out on our own. And we try and create our own methodologies mm-hmm. to solve our own problems.
1: Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems like we overcomplicate things all the time in uh, order to avoid maybe having to deal with it. <laughs> it's like yeah, oh, it's too complicated. I'm just not gonna.
0: Well, if we if we go into Hebrews here. Yeah. Okay. Hebrews 11. Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Now, what we do in our world, or no? Let me confess this. This is what I do. I'm sure of God. I'm certain of what I don't see until things don't go my way. And then I try and do it on my own. Yeah. 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 So I don't have faith. Right. That's the reality. Yeah.
1: Or there's a, or like an end to it. Right. Kind
0: of. Yeah. So certain amount of faith. And then, and then it peters out.
1: Then I take over.
0: Yeah. I take over. So what would it mean for us to live in such faith that we can release the outcome?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, what would it mean? That's the. It would that's mean, the
0: goal, right? Like that. Well, that's the goal. Have you ever done that, Matt? And in, in reality, Has there been times when you've done that?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think Actually, I have recently, more recently than <laughs> before. You know. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and I think what happens is, our faith expands. So this was a theme at the retreat we did last weekend and just kind of lately is that, yeah, like we see these things and our faith grows. Like um, the whole James says, let the testing of your faith produce perseverance, you know, and growth. And it's like our faith grows, but then there's still a limit. There's still an outer limit to it, you know, and we can always bump up against that. We're never totally done. We don't, we never have 100% perfect faith where we... Are like Christ, and that we believe everything God says all the time, a hundred percent, without, right. not even without doubt, but like we ultimately arrive at belief. But that being said, there are things that I've been—I can look back and see where I've acted on faith. You know, um, moving here to Kansas City it was probably a pretty, a fairly big example of it. You know,
0: just for I think both of us.
1: Yeah, yeah. Feeling like God was saying, that's where I want you to go. That's where I have things for you to do and community for you there and stuff like that. And just being like, okay,
0: like, Mm -hmm. okay. You know what's interesting is you, you had, when you came here, you came here with God saying, I have this plan for, I have something more for you. Mm -hmm. And I came here with a a different call. It was just go. Uh Uh-huh. I didn't want to. Yeah, It was like God was saying, I don't care, just go.
1: Like Abram, or just go to a land I will show you, and I'll show you what happens when you get there. Yeah.
0: All right. And Start packing. I'll tell you what, it was not for me. It was probably one of the moments in my life where I have submitted myself fully to God in that process because I didn't understand it. Yeah. I really didn't. Yeah. I didn't have that promise that um, you go and I'm going to do this great work. Right. Or a work. Yeah. Yeah. I was just That's go. Right.
1: So sort of the ultimate
0: test. Yeah. Um, Matt, in yeah. my life, when I left chiropractic college and I opened my practice in Charlottesville, Virginia, I can look back now and I can see how motivated and inspired and directed and how focused I was on building what I saw.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I had a very clear vision. I had been writing about it for years. I had been vision planning. I had been, you know, everything went into it. Mm -hmm. And I saw it happen. But I wouldn't say it made me complete. Okay. When God said, come here, that's way different than Chad saying, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. This is how it's going to work.
1: Yeah. Well, it's interesting because I was thinking of a question for you, which is you've done a whole a whole ton of stuff like missions work overseas and yeah. chiropractic work here, and I don't even know what else. I mean, I think a lot of awesome things. But we were just talking earlier about Hebrews eleven six that says, "Without faith, it is impossible to please God." Right. Like, are there things that you've done that you thought you were doing for God, but really He wasn't asking you to do? Oh yeah. And that, like, what happened? What happened?
0: Oh man. <laughs> Um, I went through, I think, a five-year period where I did a whole lot of things that I thought I should be doing.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But that was the problem. It was me thinking I should be doing it, not God-inspiring it. Mm -hmm. Things like being a founding board member of a a new bank Mm. in Virginia. I should never have done that. Interesting, yeah. But I did because uh-huh. I felt like it was what God put the opportun- – this yeah. is what the yeah. dialogue was in my head. Yeah. God put this opportunity in front of me. I'll never get this opportunity again. I better take it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've, yeah, I've had some similar
0: stuff. I, like what am I yeah, doing being yeah. on the board of a bank? Yeah. What? A startup <laughs> bank. Yeah.
1: Well, maybe you have valuable insight to add, you know. Well, know. that's what the lie I told myself. <laughs> right.
0: You know, that was the whole story I told myself. And I think that's um, – th- there's th- – my that whole phase of my life, I would say from 2005 to 2010, I can look back and say I was littered. My whole life during that time was littered with good things and not God things.
1: Mm-hmm yeah
0: it's so easy to do,
1: mm-hmm. and then we can justify it, and we wonder why we're miserable or burn out, or you know just like not seeing the fruit that we thought we would, hope we would, you know, And it all comes back to what you said is like the lies we tell ourselves, which is why confession is so important, <laughs> like truth telling. yeah can we figure out you know, to tell the truth and get our belief back in line with our what we think? and say we believe like what we say we believe is really what we think what we actually believe is really what we do if the, those two things are out of alignment we have discord we have right. dissonance it's,
0: so here's the great uh, litmus test if you will your behavior will never lie
1: right exactly yep,
0: yep. so we can say whatever we want yeah, exactly. but what we're doing doesn't lie
1: they honor me with their lips yeah yeah um yeah yep
0: how about you and your life? Yeah,
1: I was well, speaking of moving to Kansas City, when I came here, I was kind of at a point where um, I had a business back in Portland, but I wasn't really needing to stay super attached to it. So I was kind of a free agent in terms of work. Sure. So my mindset was like, <clears throat> you know, I could do my own thing and like do some consulting, just like see what opportunities arise. Or, you know, if I get a job, I can get a job. And like within a month, this job opportunity fell in my lap. That seemed pretty good. Um, it was kind of along the lines of a career I had done in the past, insurance and financial stuff. And it was that same thing. It was like it just felt like, well, God must have placed this opportunity in front of me, which maybe he did. But maybe it wasn't for the reason that I thought, not just to accept it blindly. So what was funny is that – and there was you know, there was nothing wrong with it. But what happened was I went to three weeks of training in Denver, had a good time, came back. My first day was a Monday, you know, go to go to work. It's a good day. It's fine. Get home and go to my guys group that we had at the time, Monday nights. And like the first thing we did that night is just be like, OK, Lord, like, what do you want us to know tonight? And just kind of sat quietly. And I just got like in my face. The only thing I could think was this is not what I brought you here for. Oh. <laughs> you know, and I was like I started laughing out loud. You know, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like I just did all all this stuff, just happened, you know, and I went through. And I wasn't like mad. I was just like, that's funny. Yeah, I didn't really stop and ask you, Lord, if this is like what this was. Like if this was something you wanted me to do. And it was just, yeah. So anyway, so I stayed in that job for a little while and ended up leaving it and going a whole different direction. But which led me here ultimately. Actually, this is part of the story now. But anyway, that was the thing. It was like, was not a faith-based move.
0: So one of the ways I've been able to play faith out in my life is to actually believe. So what was the, the quote I said earlier? Mm-hmm. Hear the word, trust the promise, and then live out that part of your life. And one of the prayers that I've come to really cling to over the past few years is, Lord, close any possible option for me any door that I should not go down close it fast so I cannot open it and only open the one door you have for me Mm -hmm. and what that does it takes my decision responsibility off of my own understanding and places it back on God and for me that was a huge step
1: yeah I know I've seen that play out in a couple people's lives that we both know like already recently wow you know yeah it's awesome
0: Yeah. it's awesome. So when we think about how we pray, I think our prayer can be a reflection of our faith.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And even
0: even how we study God's word. Yeah. So when we read things like by faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, here's an example that just came to my mind of like how we pray. Like think of the, the difference between these two prayers. Lord, I really need a job because I've got to provide for my family, okay? I need to make money. Or Lord, A, that's prayer A, prayer B, Lord, you know what I need, right? I am praying for you to provide it. Like, I believe that you will, but that's what I ask is we need food, clothing, shelter, (laughs) safety, protection, all, all this kind of stuff. Will you provide it, you know, how you will? See the difference there? It's, it's subtle, I think. It's right? massive. But it's like what we think we need or how we think we need it versus what we actually need and allowing God to,
0: yeah. to do it how he's going to do it. So people who own their own business, small business owners versus an employee, their mm-hmm. circumstances are vastly different. Mm-hmm. So I've I've owned my own business for 20 years now. And there have been times – actually, I would say this, looking back. There's never been a time when I haven't absolutely needed God to provide everything for my family. Because in a moment's notice, everything could change, it, which is way different than an employee. Yeah, okay. I mean, you can still get fired. Yeah, yeah. You can still get fired. <laughs> right. But you're not – it's way different. It is.
1: I agree. I agree. Having been on the business ownership side, you know, in my life and growing up. I will say, though, that there are – I think maybe it's like the reality of that is more right in your face when you own your business. When exactly. Like you know that if something – like if, if I get hurt and can't come to work, like game over. If whatever, if my patients all decide they don't like me or right. whatever. Like right. there's all kinds of stuff that can happen. I think as an employee – You can kind of get lulled into the false sense of security that i've got this job and they you know and then all of a sudden you show up one to work one day and like well we're sorry we're letting a third of our entire company go (laughs) right like where was your faith that's going to expose what your faith was in right pretty quickly
0: exactly exactly and i'm not making one better than another no no it's not not like that that either Uh -uh. no i'm just saying that i think one you live right on the cusp of that daily yeah and the other perhaps you consider it but there's a sense of security that comes with every two weeks you get a paycheck. For sure. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And I'm not trying to say that like God doesn't call people to be em- great employees at all kinds of different companies. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. not one blanket answer right. you know, to that right. one. Yeah.
0: So when we are talking about faith and how it plays itself out in our life and how what, what it really is, I think we're getting to this point where um, – we're discovering more of faith. We're seeing how it's applied to life. Mm-hmm. What do you think we should talk about on our next episode?
1: <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Do you? Is well, that a... kind of narrows it down. Doesn't I know. It? <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> I think. I am not sure. I think we need to explore this idea of how faith plays itself out in daily life, uh-huh. because I don't think that gets talked about enough. Okay. Um, I think it, we can be guilted into faith. You know, okay. oh, your faith just isn't strong enough. Yeah. Oh, you don't even have faith of a mustard seed. You don't even know what you're talking about. You know, <laughs> that would happen. You could yeah. move that mountain into the sea. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Is that a metaphor? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah. No, that, that's good. Yeah. Tangible, practical practical application. Right. Like how does it play out? Yeah. Let's do that.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Sounds good. All right. This is Matt and... Chad. At the Renegade Atlas. Uh, visit our Facebook page, Renegade Atlas.
0: Yeah, Renegade Atlas. On Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, contact me, yeah. Chad, at therenegadeatlas.com. Yep. Or Matt,
1: same, same deal.
0: At therenegadeatlas.com. <laughs> yep. In fact, why not refer a few friends?
1: Exactly. Spread the word. Yeah.
0: yeah. And coming soon, we're going to have our Patreon page set up. That's right. And with that, you can actually contribute so we can keep doing this. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a good thing, exactly. Because we like doing Keep it. Keep the wheels turning. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Or if you'd like to just, you know, provide us with generous, you know, two, three hundred thousand dollar check. <laughs> yeah. We're willing to accept. <laughs> we it. accept six figure checks. We, we do. In fact, seven. Even. Yeah. Even. I mean, <laughs> only on Thursdays though. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. There you go. We'll <laughs> talk to you next week. Bye bye.